my name is Martha. And this is Colby on Martha and Colby Grow Up. A podcast where we talk about the things that made us who we are and where we're going in the future. Because every week we're finding a new way that we're growing up. Hi, I'm Martha. And this is Colby on Martha and Colby Grow Up. A podcast where 20-somethings navigate life apart together. Welcome back. We've made it through another year of this podcast. Another, I don't remember how many episodes, probably over 12. Um, and My first full calendar year. Yeah, as host. Woo. Host of this little uh, shebang. Is that what it is? This yeah, is a I, shebang. I, <laughs> I've been misled class- <laughs> for the past year and a half. <laughs> Uh, I was just going to try to say something sincere, but we can move on <laughs> on to the question of the week of the month. How are you modifying a tradition this year for COVID? So last year, our Christmas episode, holiday episode, we talked a ton about traditions and, and stuff we do with our families. So what do you got this year, Colby? So normally uh, Christmas is at my house cousins, aunts, uncles all come over to or my house. It, I do not own the house. My parents own the house. Um, I was actually going to clarify that. but Yeah, and I don't live there anymore. Um, but yeah, the cousins and everybody come over. Uh, this year, my sister and I are like shutting things down in our personal lives 10 days before Christmas Eve. And then instead of you know, having a bunch of people over the house, it's just going to be the four of us and my fiance. And we're going to drink some wine on Christmas Eve and go to sleep. And then the next morning, my mom says she's going to make mimosas. And my mom's never made mimosas in her life. So this will be interesting. Um, Today is 10 days before Christmas Eve. So I hope you have shut oh, things well, down. Here we go. <laughs> I mean, we have enough stuff to do it. So. Yeah. My Christmas will look a little bit different this year. And I'm debating even sharing this, but I will be leaving the state of Minnesota for the week and going somewhere different. I'll be hanging out with my mom. Um, We usually hang out with my grandma, but just because of COVID, it's just, I I don't know. We we like, last time we went out there is for my grandma's 90th birthday and we all had to wear masks and hang out in the garage. And I'm just like, I'm not going to do that. It's like going to be negative 10 up there. We're just... It's not something I want to do this year. So I sent her a nice card and hopefully that absolves me of grandchild guilt. Uh, But yeah, this is actually the first Christmas in a very long time I will not be spending with like my nuclear family. Um, Yeah, we're doing something different this year. But before we get into our episode and introduce our guest, what is your tradition you are modifying for COVID, Melissa? Um, hi. Yeah. So earlier this month, my grandma actually sent like a full family email to the distro, which I didn't know we had a distro, but now I have all my cousins (laughs) emails. Um, but she sent us basically an evite to Christmas Eve, July 24th, 2021. So that was very cute and like pretty technologically savvy for my grandma to pull off. Shouts uh, to grandma. So, yeah, really so we're not doing Christmas Eve, which my grandma normally hosts. I'm really happy that she got out ahead of that. Um, and then Christmas night, the other side of my family usually comes over to my parents' house and uh, we drink a little bit. And we've lately been playing Harry Potter Trivia Pursuit because Ooh. my three cousins or my two cousins and my sister and I um, – have spent a lot of time learning Harry Potter trivia so we can play very competitively against each other. So I'm hoping that we can figure out how to do that on Zoom because I have not had any cousin time this year and I'm really missing it. Well, that Cousin sounds... time is fun. You need cousin time. It is time. fun. Mm, we I all disagree. have like the cheesy crap that's like, <laughs> cousins are your first friends. And because we all get along, we're like, oh, it's so true. But like I see Martha shaking her head. It's not always true. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I, The cousins on my dad's side are the ones that are closest in age. We just like don't really see that side of the family anymore. And then the cousins on my mom's side, like the family I do see, there's like a seven year age difference in between us. So it's just like 
we don't have anything in common. Uh, so that's weird. Although my little cousin uh, added me on LinkedIn the other day. I was like, oh, my God, I thought you were 13 still. Get that like, connection. <laughs> how are you in college? Um, I mean, like, my cousins, we're, I am the baby. Um, I am 24 years old, but I'm the baby. My oldest first cousin is 40. So they all, like, um, they all had parts in taking care of me when I was a kid. <laughs> Well, you heard from our guest, but before we introduce her, we are going to be doing a trend rundown for the year. So 2020 and trends, everything that you heard about during quarantine, um, things you probably didn't, but if if it's a trend, you probably did hear about it. So we're going to go through that. We're going to share if we like did all of these trends, if we, you know, liked them uh, and just go from there. But Melissa, tell us about yourself and thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. It's a really fun time. Um, I made this joke to Martha earlier that most of my verbal socializing is recording podcasts. So hello, friends. Thank you for (laughs) (laughs) fulfilling me this evening. Um, But yeah, like I said, I have... Well, I didn't say it yet, but I have two podcasts, uh, Wild Pretty Things. We talk about movies and TV. And then Still Great Bob, we are re-watching Mad Men, which I have never seen before. So if you want to see Mad Men, no spoilers, you can do that with us. We're in the middle of the third season, and it's a very fun time. And I'm excited to talk about 2020 trends, because when I looked at the list, I was like, oh, no, I'm either not cool or just very <laughs> old now. <laughs> What a coincidence. Colby and I also host a rewatch podcast about Avatar. Look at that. Yeah. You can find us online there at fournationsreport.com. I don't think the timing exactly works, but I was about to be like, quarantine trend, rewatch podcast. <laughs> I mean, like, it kind of, like, that is one. I mean, okay, yeah. How about that? That's our first trend. So, rewatch podcast. The big one I can think of is Fake Doctors, Real Friends with. Zach Braff and Donald Faison for Scrubs, which I listened to for about a season. Um, And then I just got behind and then it stressed me out. So I stopped, but it was really good. Um, I really enjoyed it so far. Um, And then we started our Avatar podcast in April, March. Do you remember, Colby? Something like that. Like really like right when quarantine started. Yeah. Yeah. In my mind, it started before. So it was before time stopped. For me, it was here. I'm, I'm actually looking it up on our <laughs> website, but oh, the first one came out in May, actually. Oh, so I was way oh, off. Wow, that was like deep into quarantine, that was Dang. um, in the pits of despair. Yeah, we started right when it dropped on Netflix, or like a little bit before it dropped right. on Netflix. But we're in the middle of season two, we just got to um, season. Or episode 15, I think, actually. So we're, we're in the Bossing Say episodes. Yeah. Um, if you watch. Yeah, that started once we realized that, oh, so yeah, this isn't going to be a six-week <laughs> six quarantine. No, we're going to be in here um, until. And <laughs> it's still You know until. what? It's funny because I think we will actually finish but before, before quarantine, quarantine is, is over. Yeah. So that's fun. <laughs> I think Mad Men has like six seasons, so I really hope that we are done. When did you start that one? Was that in quarantine or before? Oh, it was before. Okay. It was definitely before. I would have to do a lot of like research to tell you exactly when, so I'll spare you. But it was like around Fleabag season two. Oh, so a while ago, yeah. About to kick it off. Oh, Fleabag was good. I wish we had that this quarantine. I wish we had like a Fleabag season three, but... Maybe that's just me. Um, okay. I don't think we're ever getting a Fleabag season three. No. Normal people on Hulu gave me the same type of like emotional response as Fleabag. And I feel like it kind of penetrated my normie friends. Ugh, I don't like the way that that was I said. hated that phrase. Especially because of the content of normal people. But you know what I mean. Like my friends who aren't obsessed with TV were like mm-hmm. hitting up my phone. Oh my God, have you seen normal people? The same way that they were like, oh, my God, have you heard of Fleabag? I'm like, yes. For people who only watch children's television, um, what is normal people? 
I, every, uh, I'm, oh, I swear, the first time I heard of normal people, the first time is when I saw it in this rundown. The second time was when Martha was DMing me today complaining about people liking normal people. I like just brought it up today, which is... Complaining about people liking it? <laughs> Listen. Do you hate it? Uh, so, okay. Bef- I'll, y- yes, I do, but I'll explain why. But Normal People was a show based on a book, um, and it's about this, like, Irish friends, like these two Irish friends who kind of like grow up, fall in love, fall out of love, etc., etc. Um, it's it, it's very, it tugs at your heartstrings. But here's the main issue I had with the show: it, its portrayal of some relationship issues and specifically like the BDSM of it all was so horribly inaccurate, and it just makes me really upset when shows like that sort of portray. I don't. I don't know how to phrase it, but like off the cuff sex things, like things that aren't in the typical box. Um, because I get worried that people are going to be like, oh, like that's weird. Like Tiger King came out or whatever. And I was very, I didn't watch it because I didn't want to see how, you know, if people made fun of them being in an open relationship, I, it just, I don't like those things. So I think that was the issue that I have. But Paul Mescal and, I don't even know the girl's name because I can only remember Paul Mezcal is Daisy so hot. Edgar Jones? Daisy Yes, something? Daisy Edgar Jones. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. But Paul is like, I remember Paul. I liked him. Um, I think that's a super, super fair criticism of what is portrayed in normal people. I think for me, I just love it. It's one of the only things I rewatched in 2020, but I just love it because it when it comes to Connell and Marianne's relationship, it focuses on, like, the way that they can't communicate but still feel like they have such, like, an innate understanding of each other. And I just think that that relationship dynamic is so precious to me. Um, But your criticisms of some of the other relationship aspects that are shown, I think, are super valid and important to investigate. And I, it's hard to if I hadn't already been kind of exposed to that lifestyle and already had some thoughts about it, it's hard to say how seeing it portrayed that way would have like affected my mindset. So right. I'm curious about that. Um, since we brought it up and it's not on the list, can we talk about Tiger King as a trend of 2020, <laughs> yes. yeah. which is a thing that happened It this did year? happen. I skipped it. Thank <laughs> God. I saw like three episodes, but I, I would like too. to say that I was like being held captive in my quarantine house when other people were watching it. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I watched it all. I was enthralled. Like I could not stop watching it. It was just. I feel like the train wreck of those people's lives. I think something about watching other people's lives fall apart <laughs> in that sort of way while all of our lives were slowly falling apart. Um, there, it was some sort of whether it should have been or not. Um, no value judgment on you if it was like some sort of like catharsis for people <laughs> just to watch terrible people had their lives just torn apart by this one dude who likes holding tigers. There is something to be said about like, oh God, I mean, this sucks, but it's not that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this kind of segues again, we're just segueing all over the place to another trend too. And the one song or like the one sound on TikTok that I heard a lot in the beginning of quarantine was like Carol Baskin killed her husband, whacked him. Yeah. And like, I heard that so many times. That. that was fun. Yeah. That was good. That was <laughs> Those good. Videos that was funny. Were fun. Yeah. Which by the way, sorry, go back to Tiger King. Carol Baskin totally didn't kill that man. Like there's no way. And people, I can't, I can't tell you. I didn't watch it. You don't think she did? No. Everybody because, thinks no. she did. And I think it's because of misogyny, but like, I, I just feel like, okay, it's just, there's no way she killed that person. And it's just watching the internet, 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 that's what it's internet. called now. Hate, the, I didn't say it like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hate this woman, just vitriol for this woman is, it was wild to watch anyway. I would say that was definitely not like a high point of 2020. Like that was, that just felt like we were clinging on to something, but... 
but it wasn't necessarily the right thing to t- cling on to. At the end of that show, they did a Zoom reunion for the cast, oh, which leads us to that. another trend: Zoom. <laughs> zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> y'all, how do y'all feel about Zoom and internet hangouts now that we are nine months in? Literally nine months as I'm looking to, almost to the day at my watch. Well, I know that a lot of people are having a lot more experience with Zoom than I am. I really, I mean, my friends and I went crazy for like Zoom hangouts at the very beginning of quarantine. And then it that kind of tapered off. And I honestly think it's because... Well, my sister was living with me at the time, but uh, we were drinking so much on Zoom. And at the Mm. beginning of quarantine, we were basically just drinking. Like, that was the whole coping strategy was like, oh, if we're going to be stuck in the house, like, it's going to be fun. And we eventually hit a wall where it was like, um, even though we're not alone alone, like... Me and my sister just, like, getting drunk and then having horrible hangovers and we had, like, no real like fun to show for it. It just started feeling really shitty. So we were like, we have to chill on all of this. And so at that point, we kind of put the Zoom away because, and we just went back to basically your basic group chat with TikTok links and haha reacts and shit. Yeah. I mean, me and my friends, we did the exact same thing. It was like that first, like, fr- like March 20th, that Friday, it was like, Zoom, next Friday, Zoom, next we Friday, Zoom. We must have and- a party. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, constantly. And he just got to a time, it's like, you know, I don't need to see them again. And these are people, like, literally, I wouldn't have hung out with them if it, if, if it was in person. <laughs> probably because, they, like, they don't live here. But, like, And I love them to death. Like, they're mm-hmm. my friends. But, like... Sometimes you aren't meant to see your friends all the time. Mm-hmm. So, like, just recently we started getting back on the, hey, y'all want to play some Jackbox for a while? Like, a couple weeks ago or maybe, like, a month ago. But, I think yeah, there was a while, while where yeah. I couldn't do it. I think for a while um, it got to a certain point where being on Zoom was just, like, hey, remember how weird things are? Hey, remember how nobody's having a good time? Do you want to do this like weird social event and pretend like it's just normal life? And I don't think anybody wanted to do that at one point. I mean, I've gotten to the point with my college girlfriends. I texted them and was like, we should get back on like a bi-weekly call or something. Like it didn't have to be Zoom, just like, you know, three-way calling or whatever, you know? Um, And they didn't even respond. (laughs) 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 Like, they left me on red trying to hang out with them. So I've actually had the opposite experience, and I have done so many Zooms. I don't think I have access to the metrics because I don't have, like, a super upgraded account, but earlier in the pandemic, I paid for Zoom Pro, and it has paid for itself. And I'll tell you why I originally bought Zoom Pro. That's because quarantine has started, and I wanted to show my friends the movie Cats from 2019, but it was $20. And they're like, well, I'm not paying for it. I was like, I will, because I like this movie. (laughs) So we like streamed it through Zoom and watched Cats that way. So... I I pretty much have, like, at least one Zoom event a week, which seems kind of excessive. But, like, Friday nights, we'll hop on. We'll play Among Us. We'll just, like, chat. Or, like, sometimes we do trivia. And then, like, I've been on Zoom dates. Yeah, I I can't escape Zoom. Zoom is a part of me. I should get a Zoom tattoo. We're on Zoom right now. We are on Zoom right now. (laughs) I think there should be a caveat I should mention. My sister does still live in Chicago, and we are, like, a quarantine pod. So I see my sister still. Um, and everybody else can just, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Are you, but actually, like, <laughs> But you know what we were doing on those, uh, on those Zoom calls? Playing social games like Among Us and Jackbox. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We are killing this. I am very proud of myself. Uh, I have been super into Jackbox over this period. I'm having a lot of fun. Which ones do you play? Which set? Um, we bounce between, I think, so I'll tell you the games you play and you can like Google, um, which, which party packs these come in, but we play, uh, Mystery Murder Party 2, uh, Quiplash 2, 
We've played, um, oh, what's the new one? Devils in the Details. That's in Jackbox 7. I um, play that one. The one that's just like a PowerPoint party that I hate. I uh, like where, that. yeah, when someone else like makes a presentation for you and you have to ad lib the whole time, I do not like it at all. And then when we get bored of that, we just play Among Us. So, is that like Impractical Jokers? Kind of a little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have never played Jackbox or Among Us, but. To be fair, I never really play games. I know I did talk about Harry Potter Trivial Pursuit, but that's just because I know that I'm basically nearly guaranteed to win. <laughs> you guys want to know how long I've played, like how many hours I've played Among Us for? Yes. Do you want to guess? No. 50. I, I I've played like it for 50 sense. hours. It is obscene. And guess what? I only started like two months ago. Like, this has just been for two months. It wasn't the whole quarantine. But a group of us, we play Friday nights. We pretty much play from 8 p.m. Central until 11.30, like, p.m., sometimes midnight. So we play for, like, six hours every fucking Friday. And I need to, like, stop because I get so angry. I I get so heated. People don't like playing with me, I feel like, because I just accuse people of killing other people. I'm like, yeah, you did that. This is why I don't play games because I don't like (sighs) when people are mad. It doesn't even have to be at me. I, like, don't want to watch someone be mad at someone else. I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> I think they get mad at me, but I also think I provide the Zoom. Um, so it's like um, a catch-22 there. You can't kick me out. <laughs> exactly. I mean, like, honestly, like, for my own good, I do think I need to stop. Because it's getting to the point where, like, I was playing Saturday night, I think, or Friday night. Actually, I think I played both nights. And... It was just, like, so bad. Like, I was just, I was so crabby. I was snapping at people. And I was like, this is just, I need to go. I gotta go. So. (laughs) 50 hours is, like, a silvering, like, a moderate size. Or platinuming a moderate size RPG. Like, that's that's a good Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 1 right there. And there's a new map coming in early 2021. So, like, I gotta keep playing. Let's talk about WAP. <laughs> this ties into two trends, I believe. Uh, TikTok, and on TikTok, there's lots of mashups. And a lot of the mashups include WAP. There's like Harry Potter. Uh, well, first, if you don't know what WAP is, it's a song by uh, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. And if you haven't heard it, uh, we're probably not going to play it on this podcast or sing it on this podcast, but you, you've definitely heard it. And there's been a lot of... Zhuzhul <laughs> it. L-M-G-T-F-Y. Let me Google that for you. It's everywhere. TikTok is everywhere. WAP is everywhere. Mashups are everywhere. I probably listened to WAP today on TikTok. I had to download TikTok. Because my friends would not stop sending links to them. And then they stopped just like opening in Safari or whatever. So I had to actually download this damn app. <laughs> I, I still don't have TikTok. <laughs> well, why is this even on the trends list then? Come on, guys. I didn't put it there. Wait, I can't believe I trended. I did, I did more of a trend than you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to be the trend... The least trendy person. The least trendy. No, uh, I. my philosophy is the TikToks that I need to see will be sent to me. So <laughs> why do I need a whole app if all the important ones are I'm, I'm going to get them anyway? Yeah, how do you watch them, though? Yeah, Safari. It's uh, fine. They wouldn't play. That's why I had to download it. <laughs> I don't know if I just... I'm not Safariing right, but whatever. I also just, I ignore half my friends when they send me TikToks. So I That's don't. fair. I don't watch all of them <laughs> that people send me. I'm either. a horrible friend is what I'm saying. Recently, my girlfriend sent us a TikTok. Nobody responded to it. And then like four hours later, she sent another text message that was like, please check in. <laughs> I'm worried you guys are dead. We were like, no, we just <laughs> didn't watch your TikTok. Send a pop quiz. She's going to start sending you pop quizzes on the TikTok. Yeah, session. pop quiz. <laughs> what was the sound in this TikTok? Uh, I used to watch TikTok, I think, a lot more a few months ago than I do now because I just know that I can get sucked into it very, very easily. Like, I'll turn it on after I'm done watching a movie. Movie's probably done at 10.30. I look up and it's 11 p.m. and I, like, need to go to bed. So it's very easy just to get, like, sucked in. Um, But there's a couple of really good, funny TikToks out there. I have never personally made a video because 
I did that when I was a kid. I, I did YouTube when I was a kid. I don't need to do it again. That was, I, <laughs> yeah, I used to have like a, like a couple hundred views on some YouTube videos I made. It was pretty good. It was popular. Here's my thing with TikTok. And it's because a couple years ago, I was too aggressively online. Because I remember when TikTok was Musical.ly. Yeah. Or before Musical.ly merged with TikTok. Oh, I didn't realize that those were like the same base app. Yeah, so I was like, oh, this is for children, I say, as I was like barely 20 years old. <laughs> like, Musical.ly is for children. I don't need this app. And I still have that sort of, and I know it's wrong. Because like the old people from the internet that I follow are on um, are on TikTok now. I just, I don't know. I keep saying, you know, today's the day I'm going to download TikTok and it's never that day. I, isn't Dub Smash related to TikTok? That was like my other thing. Like, isn't that the same thing or no? It's a great question. It looks exactly the same. If I'm looking at Dub Smash in the App Store and it looks literally the exact same thing, the interface as TikTok. So I think those are related because I used to make Dub Smashes. Dub Smash, like you had to use audio from somewhere else, right? Yeah. Yeah, you couldn't, you had, it was like a lip syncing thing. You like lip synced, or at least I did. That's what I did, but. Oh, yesterday Reddit acquired Dub Smash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I saw it. That's where I saw it. Bringing it back. Hmm. What is mullet (laughs) business attire? (laughs) It is party on top, pajamas on bottom. I hate that. I hate that so much. Just the the term <laughs> business on top, party on the bottom, <laughs> that irks me to my soul. But I am glad everyone this year, or a lot of people this year, have um, they found their business sweats that they put on in the morning. Yo, I wear pajamas until three p.m. most days. I <laughs> I do not. It's bad. Like I should. I need to get my life together a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I recently separated my dresser drawers into, like, daytime t-shirts and sleeping t-shirts. Mm-hmm. So I don't exactly dress up for work because I worked remote before COVID, so my team did not, like, decide we needed to look at each other's in the eyes or anything. Like, it's no video calls over here. But I was like, maybe I should stop. I should start changing my shirt when I wake up is what I'm getting at. And maybe the two piles <laughs> should be different piles. <laughs> No one's going to tell. I haven't done a video call in six months, probably. Oh, I had like three today. So did you have your mullet business attire on? Okay, so the first one I I literally had on like pajamas and like a raggedy t-shirt. And I didn't realize how raggedy it looked until I got on the call. And it was like with some of the VPs. (laughs) So after, after the second one of those, I showered and put on like... A regular t-shirt, which is this t-shirt that doesn't look like a fried piece of bacon as a collar, and it's much better now. But I'm <laughs> I'm wearing sweatpants, so. I recently invested in a couple pairs of uh, joggers, which I think are actually more comfy than leggings. I think leggings can get too tight sometimes, and I don't want to be, like, sucked in all the time. Just in important social situations. I, too, love joggers. They're just so... They're just comfy. Like, it's stretchy enough, and you don't have to, like, you know, I mean, Chloe, I don't know if you've ever worn, like, a tight pair of leggings, but mm-hmm. it's annoying to go to the bathroom in leggings because you have to, like, roll down. Maybe I'm just wearing the wrong leggings. I don't know. Like, but- not to say too much, but... Even when I'm home alone, like, I still don't want to find myself in, like, a camel toe situation. Yeah. Relatable. And so, therefore, joggers are better. (laughs) (laughs) I want to talk about gardening, actually. Okay. But that's just because I had, like, the opposite reaction. Um, I live in Chicago. I don't have, like, a huge garden or anything. But spring 2019, I installed a planter on my patio, and I had, like, four different colors of flowers, and they were thriving, and it was just so lovely. And then April, May came around this year, and I looked at that thing and was like, 
I do not have it in me to figure out a joyful situation of flowers right now. So that (laughs) now that I have permission, I'm going to say that that planner can basically fuck off. And now I'm finding out that people were just thriving in their gardens during COVID. Where were you finding the dedication, my friends? Where? (laughs) Um, My fiance certainly did. Um, I'm so happy for her. Yes, we have so many plants. We have acquired so many plants uh, since quarantine started. We have a palm. We have like a, a oh, indoor dang. palm. Oh, jeez. I love that. We have to get rid of the planter box, though, because it does not fit in this apartment. Oh, Darn. I mean, mine's just full of like dead shit and cigarette butts now. <laughs> <laughs> My mom is a professional gardener. Do I garden? Absolutely goddamn not, I don't. Was was professional gardening thriving during COVID? Kind of. What's been hard for her is that a lot of her clients were indoors. So she would do like floral arrangements and like Christmas displays. Um, but those aren't really as popular right now. So that's mm-hmm. been kind of a bummer. But I mean, she also has a lot of golf courses as clients. And I think those did pretty well this summer. So it's hit or miss, I think. Um, I think it was... You know, this year is probably tough for everyone job-wise, so. Yeah, because I remember thinking to myself, like, okay, I need to, if I want flowers, I'm going to need to figure that out. But it was, like, a big deal at one point that the garden center at Home Depot was closed. Like, very big drama. And so I was like, okay, well, I can't do that. So now it's going to be a whole process. I should have just called Martha's mom and had her arrange me some, like, seedlings and then mail them to me. Um, But, yeah, I was just like, I don't know how I'm even going to pull this off. So I'm happy to to see that that was a trend for people and not everyone's cute little patio gardens decided to just die and fail during COVID like mine. Yeah, that was not the hobby I took up. What is the hobby you took up? Well, Colby, I have quite a few would you like to hear all of them? No, I was referring to the one that's on the sheet, which is roller skating. Well, okay, you're not even going to let me explain, but yes, <laughs> roller skating. Yeah, I bought roller skates kind of late in the game, and I bought them in September, which, as you know, in Minnesota, is hit or miss. It's not great weather-wise, so I didn't really get that much time outdoors before I just got not necessarily, like, cold, but uncomfortable to be out for a long time. Like, I'm not a runner. I'm not going to fucking like put on extra layers or anything i want it to be warm uh so i did like try to do it in my house um i found a class online but i just i don't know i haven't been into it lately it's been kind of a i feel like november was a really rough month for a lot of people including me uh so i just haven't done it in a while but i did try i did try so had you never like roller skated at all before this Not in a very, very long time. I used to when I was a kid, but I feel like I just haven't retained any athletic ability from when I was a kid. So I don't know. Like I used to be, I used to be on ice skating. Like I took ice skating lessons. So I, it should be similar or something, but it it was not like it just, (laughs) it didn't go very well. But you were also like outdoor roller skating. You weren't like in a rink, which is what I'm familiar with i think rinks are also a little bit easier than going outside but uh we all have a mutual friend that does roller derby in texas so i would like message her very often be like how do i do this how do i do this how do i do this uh we'll see i think next year i'll probably give it a better shot i've never rollerbladed i have roller skated that's with four right yeah that's the quads the quads i have done that it doesn't go well i don't like ice skating because it doesn't go well so i'm just gonna stay off of Blades of all types. Same. I wish I could skateboard. I wish I was, like, cool enough to skateboard, but I'm not. No, you're not. Colby. I had a friend in college who longboarded, and we gave her a bunch of shit about being a hippie, but it was pretty cool. (laughs) That was cool. I also took up cross-stitching, and I started an Etsy shop. Love to cross-stitch. Yeah. I started cross-stitching because I wanted to make a handmade gift for Christmas 2019, so I taught myself how to do it for that reason. And then when quarantine happened, I was like, oh, I have an indoor sport. (laughs) Exactly. I have a lot of thread. (laughs) Cross-stitching is very nice. I need to uh, get back into it, I think. Yeah, I find it very fulfilling, mostly because I'm not like super... um, 
like instinctively creative and it's like, oh, here's the pattern. I just do the tedious thing a million times. It says exactly what to do. And then I get like a cool thing at the end. Great. Exactly. I will be making no decisions. <laughs> Let's talk about the uptick in social justice movements. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I put this on the list because I live in Minnesota and as many, if not all of you know, there was um, the murder of George Floyd in June, uh, which really sort of spurred a huge national movement, I feel like, uh, for Black Lives Matter, police reform, lots of other things, uh, being, anti-racist, being anti-racist, which were always there necessarily, but I feel like this is the first time that really everything just sort of came out all at once. Like I said, I live in Chicago proper. So it was, um, it was protests every weekend. It was, um, all of, I guess all of my friends, or I should say all of the like Chicago active people that I had been following on like Instagram and Twitter, like immediately switched all of their programming to, like you said, you know, Black Lives Matter, um, being anti-racist. And what's encouraging is because a lot of the media is saying like, oh, you know, people aren't talking about Black Lives Matter. I don't even remember what the statistic I saw earlier today was, so I'm not going to pretend like I do remember. But um, the people who got into, not I shouldn't say got into, the people who started amplifying that work that they were doing are still doing that, at least in my like local Chicago Instagram circles. And so that was really heartening when I saw that in other places that might not be the case. So it was an uptick in June, but I hopefully it's still an uptick currently happening. (laughs) Right. That's sort of why I put it on the trends list, because I do feel like it was a very large uptick. I think it's probably not as big of an uptick, but like personally, I still try to stay involved and like give money. but I think, you know, yeah, like I think that's it's it could be a trend, but I guess I hope it isn't. And I hope we I, I feel like hope is not a, even a good word for this. Like, like we can actively take steps. So it's not a trend. Um, but yeah, like it, it was pretty cool to see everyone come together and and, uh, you know, work on some of these causes. But again, yeah, there's still a lot of work to do, I think. Colby, do you have any thoughts on this? Yeah, so when we did our, it's probably the June podcast, um, I chose not to talk about any of the protests, um, just because it was a really emotional time for me, and um, y'all don't get to see my trauma for free, you can pay for that if you want to see that, but yeah, I I just wasn't in a place where I, where I want to talk about that, but it did feel like for the first time it felt like people were listening and like acting after the listening. And I like legitimately have never seen that before in my life on behalf of black people. And I mean, we can talk about like, gestures and whether or not like symbolic things are important helpful whatever but when i think about some of the large institutions that have straight up said like the nba which is a a global corporation putting black lives matter on the court for the playoffs is that's big that's huge that's super important when they are activating in countries where black people are being persecuted constantly, including the United States, but also abroad and for them to put that on the court for every single game is like legitimately really big. The NFL um, who just this year had a team decide not to be a racial slur anymore, putting in racism in the end zones. It's a big deal when, <laughs> when in the literally the first game of the season, they there was like the most benign uh like <laughs> the most benign like symbol of unity as they call it again there's nothing controversial about the word the word unity like the teams like linked arms or whatever 
and like people in the stands booed for unity. So like the NFL putting end racism on the field, I honestly, honestly goodness think that's an important thing, an important step that the institutions that people believe in are doing this. And yes, it's, it's fueled by money. Everything's fueled by money. We live in a capitalist society. But that the money thinks that black people might be important now goes along. <laughs> it, it does go a long way. If we, if we aren't going to dismantle capitalism, um, I, I'm sorry, my, my left, my ragey leftist friends, I love you very much, but a revolution is not coming anytime <laughs> soon. Uh, I, I think for the, those sorts of institutions to recognize the humanity of people that look like me is an important step. So, yeah. Yeah, I think, oh, very well said, Colby. And I think personally, you know, I, I had always thought of myself as someone who maybe wasn't the most woke ever, but I, I certainly knew some things and I tried to be a good person and I tried to, you know, take race into account. But based on everything that happened this year and, and the things that I learned, I was doing a shit job at it. Mm-hmm. I just was like not good at it. Me too. Um, and. I, I, I don't think it's because I was like actively trying to do bad and I wasn't doing good enough is because I didn't know anything. And now that I like know things or at least pretend to know some things, I, I think that like really sets the stage for a good 2021. I, I, I hope like, I hope that we can all, you know, take what we learned and, and continue growing and, and learning. And that sounds super cheesy, but I mean it. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know, Melissa, do you have any other thoughts on that? Um, like, not exactly. I just want to say, like, I, you know, I think that, like, especially for me and Martha, like, we're still learning, but it's so much easier for me now to, like, see where the issues are when before I wouldn't have felt confident being like, hey, you need to change what you're doing here. Um, And now I feel like I have a more intellectual response for something that feels wrong when you see it or you feel it or whatever. I'm from a super rural, like very small town. So seeing people maybe even make like minute changes on the spectrum of like not being a white supremacist from like the cornfield I grew up in is like, it's awful because it's like, why is this taking you so long? But also it's like, okay, I guess what we really do have to do is like scream forever. And we'll do it. Screaming works. Yeah, yeah. I, I will yeah. do it. <laughs> it's uh, that reminds me of something, and then I think this is probably a, a pretty good ending point. But I, I also wanted to talk about maybe one thing we can look forward to in twenty one twenty twenty one. But I think in terms of you know like screaming loud, people. I remember there was a situation that came up, and they're like, "Wow, Martha, like you, you know, you really did it," and I was like. Like you really said what you were thinking and you stood up to them. And I was like, thank you, I think. But like, that's not what I was trying to do, I, I guess. Like, I wasn't trying to stand up. I was just like trying to, you know, educate. And I after that, I sort of realized like, oh, you know, this is like really freaking exhausting trying to tell people off all the time. But I realized that like black people have been doing that for way longer than I ever have. Uh, so I guess that was sort of the motivation to... uh keep going but it felt wrong when people were like oh you know you're really good at like you're a good person i was like no i'm not but thank you i just there's one more thing i want to say about this um and this is black lives matter was a very large movement this year um but it, it wasn't the only one there there were lots of social justice movements going on this year as I said, the the Washington football team, which I used to say ironically, and now it's just the name of the team. Um, <laughs> like I said, they they got rid of their um, their racist name. Um, the Cleveland baseball team, as we just learned, um, is changing their name as well. And that came from so like the Black Lives Matter movement, the movement to get these names changed and to help Native and Indigenous people in this country that started from activists on the ground. Like there has been a lot of movement from like the big companies (laughs) that people care about, but that wouldn't have happened without the activists. So when, 
people I encourage people listening to this, I encourage you whenever you feel like thanking someone, including me, <laughs> whenever you feel like thanking someone for like speaking up about something, like direct that energy and your money and your funds towards the activists who are doing the the real important work um in those areas. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like that was a lot. Like 2020, as we know, was a fucking long year. Um, and I don't think we need to dwell on it any more than we already have. So what is one thing you guys are looking forward to in 2021? Or if you are looking forward to anything, I think that's also valid, too. I'm looking forward to the weather changing again. Like, I do not <laughs> like winter under normal circumstances. And so I'm basically in a state of, like, pretending this cold is not happening. And just, like, someday it will be late April again. And that is what I'm living for. Jeez, <laughs> oh, late April? That's what you're <laughs> waiting said, for? Yikes. Chicago, early on, baby. <laughs> early on in this podcast, Colby and I would talk about the weather at least once an episode because we would always be like, you're from Minnesota. You're from North Carolina. Like, we we would always get into this. But, yeah. No, I'm with you. Like, it's it's really cold. It was cold today. I mean, it was cold today. It was like, um, the high was 56. It was cold. Yeah, you're a popsicle, Colby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got your sweats on. I'm literally got your slippers in a hoodie on. right now. Yeah. It's 69 degrees in my apartment. My to be really fair, cold. that is colder than I will keep my home, so... I think we're about, I think we're at 67, 67 or 68. So we keep it kind of chilly. Oh, I live alone now. I got that bitch cranked to 72. Yeah, you should. As you should. <laughs> As you should. I, do, I get too dry. But anyways, that's not the point of this podcast. Um, I think the, the thing I'm looking, well, first, yeah, the thing I'm looking forward to in 2021 is finally finishing Avatar. Uh, because my God, do I have so many goddamn questions and they never get answered. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. And then, man, I don't know. I just want to hug my friends again. I'm looking forward to that. I know. I think that's, uh, I think that's, we're all just going to like come out of our shells when the vaccine is happening and then collectively just cry. Like that's what I'm imagining happening. <laughs> like I would so. say concerts, but I'm not confident they're coming in 2021. So I don't no. want to get myself too hyped up yet. Yeah. In the grand yeah. scheme of pandemic, that's what I'm looking forward to most is live music, but I'm not going to put a date on it. <laughs> right, right, right. Got it. Yeah, 2021. I'm looking forward to this vaccine, which because I'm not getting it this year. I'm getting it next year, which I the, I love on Twitter. This is a sports joke. I'm sorry, Martha. Uh, they were rolling it into the hospitals like it was a like the Super Bowl trophy, <laughs> like it was the Lombardi trophy, just <laughs> in a in a huge case rolled in, surrounded by five people. Um, I love it. Uh, I'm looking forward to a vaccine. I'm looking forward to getting married next year. Yeah, Ooh. ideally. Fingers crossed. We'll see. We're planning on it. So, yeah. It'll just be me hosting this while they're on their honeymoon. And I was like, where's Colby? I miss him. And then you'll or never come back. Recorded on one of the weeks that we aren't <laughs> gone. <laughs> no, they, no, the whole month. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, I wish I was going on a month on honeymoon. I'd love that. <laughs> me too. I think that's the plan if I ever get married. But, you know, that's. Uh, they, you know, we need to pull well. a Santa Claus and do a three month honeymoon. Dude, Colby, <laughs> I was thinking about this in the morning. And here's what I thought. What if there was a Santa Claus 4, but the crossover was with the Grinch and it was Jim Carrey and Tim Allen in the Santa Claus 4? No, thank you. Taylor Momsen in her current form is in the movie <laughs> or I'm out. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Yes. This is what I'm manifesting Santa Claus for. Like the whole like pretty reckless. Yes. She's like does the score for the film. I'm a grunge elf. I'm the grunge elf. <laughs> and then Bernard can come back. That's my that's my wish. Once again, thanks for listening. And thank you, Melissa. And thank you, Colby, for putting up with me for another year. Uh, we will see you all in 2021. I hope you have a great time being alone or doing whatever you do. But before we get out of here, Melissa, one more time. Thank you for joining us. Where can the people find you on the internet? Thank you guys again for having me. This has been so fun. You can find me 
Um, on Twitter, if you want to, it is mostly Machine Gun Kelly. I will not apologize. Uh, that's at Mellow Yellow. And you can find me co-hosting the Wild Pretty Things podcast and the still great Bob Mad Men Rewatch podcast. See ya. All right. Thanks for listening. And we will see y'all in the new year. us online at www.martha and colby or on twitter and instagram at martha and colby thanks to steven boyd and dj empirical for all things sound thanks to jordan from dreamful podcast for the artwork Shout out to Irene, even though you don't listen to this podcast. Don't forget to rate us five stars and subscribe on Apple Podcast, and we'll talk soon. on the sheet which is roller skating well okay you're not even gonna let me explain but yes <laughs> roller skating um yeah i bought roller skates kind of late in the gang gang kind of late in the gang kind of late in the day kind of late in the year keep going you'll get there i don't know what i was trying to say <laughs> kind of late in the gang where does that come from uh I, late it, in the, the game, game the game kind of late game in the game is, thank you, you god go. it's such a monday uh, kind of late in the game and I bought them in September which as you know in Minnesota Chase was a pop culture